forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains religious fudge, massive fraud, big buckets of apocalypse food, and a trip to Heritage USA on today's Divine Podcast, The Ride. A most pious post-Easter to all of you. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, PTR, but today that stands for Praise the Ride. I'm Scott Gardner, <laughs> Jason Sheridan, uh, most most pious day to you. I was I was walking up to your house, and I thought about the PTL, and I was like, oh, that's fine. It's almost, hey, Praise it's the pretty, Ride. It's pretty it's close. Pretty close. Yeah, yeah, actually, credit to Aaron for that one. She, yeah. she was no- noting that. Yeah, PTR, yeah. PTL is the organization, Praise the Lord, and we're talking about them today. Right. First, Mike. Carlson Hyde. Yeah, but Praise the Ride is good. I feel like, you know, we had we just did a couple live shows that were really great, uh, really fun to do. The audience very exuberant. But I feel like there should be we should actually start live shows now in a somber way. And everyone should say sort of Praise the Ride. Like we should all be quiet and connect on a, a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And uh, chant praise the ride. Well, there's cer- there's certain people who might enjoy some, some being more somber about things and and respecting these things and praising them a little more. Right. There's a phrase that I don't know if you guys have caught this. This was just big in my Twitter feed last night as we record this, which was, might not be relevant now. But I guess always there's this type of person, and that is uh, Epcot purists. Oh I yeah, yeah. A lot of discussion about oh, being an Epcot. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. been around a little bit, but I think it was especially around with some new announcements about the. The Guardians sure. uh, Cosmic Rewind. At this point, I just don't want to look at construction equipment and walls anymore. I'll just take anything at this point. <laughs> yes. anything, anything real and fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like an Epcot fundamentalist, I guess, if you believe that it should it's, it should just be learning, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I Siemens think. needs to come back. Raytheon <laughs> needs to return. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. There's different sects of, I guess, Epcot purists. Certain people probably mm. that think at the 90s were, were good. It's interesting. We should really make, we should figure out how to um, categorize. And like map it on yeah, religion. Yeah, what are those cube right. charts, the square charts, like the authoritarian, the libertarian. Yeah. The, Epcot, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. are never correct. <laughs> <laughs> What's accurate. a sample opinion within that? And yeah. where do we fall? Because I feel like we're I mean, maybe we're the uh, we're the extremist left in a way mm. by even uh, on some <laughs> people's spectrum by even liking anything new they they ever do. Right. Yeah. So there's yeah Epcot fundamentalists who want it to be basically just this the original, and then there's us. Although I don't know, are we so radical? I mean, we like we like old stuff. We but certainly we're love the old bullshit, but I think we're not as upset as maybe people would want us to be that any of it is ever Jay, it doesn't right. keep yeah. me up at night that horizons is gone yeah but of we, course but would i could if i if there was a time machine it's the first place i would go yeah. right? you gotta give me points for that i think we were also of the age where it's like ah oh, charmed by like rows and rows of free genesis games maybe we don't have at home <laughs> you know ah oh, an <laughs> arcade but free excellent they should, never like should have changed though they never should have changed a single game <laughs> Yeah, well, shouldn't have updated. Retro video games very popular right now. 
Yeah, that's, they would have yes. a place, I suppose. There, there is a mall Epcot. by my dad that uh, lost a number of its anchor stores. Anchor stores, what they call the big department stores. Sure. Um, but does have a new massive arcade and a retro video game store. So hey. I think they're giving away leases. Uh, wow. You know. Yeah, anything that feels confident enough, they can fill the space. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good for our, the round round one, the brand that we like. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a good time for dumb, for arcades and trampolines and yeah. Rock climbing walls yeah at least they all have somewhere to go yeah yes inflatable inflatables mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i guess all those are rides so i would praise all of them praise the rides we praise yes praise all the of these which is an ironic phrase to use today because today's topic is a little short on rides for a place that yeah a lot of the retrospectives sure do refer to it as a theme park um, yeah, and I that had my head scratching a little. I know. Well, it's what it, its designation is that definitely led me to say we should do an episode about it. But yeah, once you start digging in, I was like, oh yeah, they didn't really have any. It's more of a resort destination. Yeah. It almost feels like more of the other stuff that Disney World was besides Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah, the all the extra kingdom. vacation kingdom stuff. Yeah, plus prayer. Plus, and plus you're the supposed Ark to like, encounter. It's <laughs> uh, a little of there. Yeah, 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 a little bit of that that yeah. sort of thing. And today's topic, by the way, is Heritage USA, which was the well, we're questioning theme park. Certainly a a, a, a themed experience, yeah. a resort uh, that was set up by uh, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker in the '78, I believe, ran for a decade or so. Yeah. That was a major um, r- religious theme destination. Uh, it's in South Carolina, kind of at the border of North Carolina and South Carolina. Bef- before we get into that, really quick, I wanted to bring up a couple other things within this realm of because, yeah, we you know we try to do this of course i like to have these episodes out on good friday which i was taught is supposed to be a uh, day where you sit and are sad i'm mm-hmm. trying to bring that energy to the yeah, yeah. to the to the podcast uh, uh and discuss these christian theme parks and that's what we've done for the last three years we have kind of a trilogy on our hands um but i feel like i i was wondering if this is maybe the end of this series if that does close out a trilogy because oh. there's not a lot of these left like here's right. a big defunct one we're talking about we've talked about a few others that did not set the world on fire i feel like christian and religious in general themed experience theme parks it's not a great line of work they, they, no. none of these have been blockbuster runaway successes i would say right no um the uh i i keep bringing this up recently so because i i enjoyed it so much but season two of righteous gemstones the park uh their theme park which is an actual like traditional amusement park in the world yes. of the show does play a pretty big role in this season uh-huh. in some of the storylines in the season but that is an actual theme park Amusement park uh, in far South away Carolina, from, right? Is where they sh- in South Carolina is where they shoot it. I believe. I think so. I forget the name of it. Yeah, um, but but in the world of the show, that's an actual amusement park. Unlike the um, uh, you know the trilogy, which are significantly mostly passion plays. <laughs> Yeah, I think Passion Plays plays at all of them. Definitely at this. Yes, uh, yes, Fudge has come up before. Weird. I I guess that's the format. It's you get to you watch a a man uh, bleed out on the cross, Mm -hmm. and then you eat a bunch of fudge. What a strange (laughs) combo that I get that some people are into, but not everybody. Not enough to make them work. I I just got curious with the ones that we've talked about before. 
what's going on where are they at now because i feel like their situations change a lot covid has not been super kind to some of these mm-hmm. places do you guys know what's up with the first one of these we covered the holy land experience oh i didn't about i didn't look i didn't look i didn't look i know it was a little iffy yeah financially and owner wise i think it was getting iffy already covid really did it in as opposed universal studios if you can imagine made it through disney world Mm -hmm. made it through the uh this other orlando um situation did not um and it but i was so baffled by what it is becoming uh it has been fully sold um not owned by trinity which i think owned it before and now it has been bought by uh, a company called advent health which is a faith-based healthcare system whatever yeah, that means big yeah okay um and they are turning the facilities into a hospital okay <laughs> that's yeah. what that's going to be now isn't that weird it's like it's like a from the outside it's a gold plated coliseum. It looks really mm-hmm. dumb. Like it looks like the Hard Rock, the big Hard Rock concert venue at City Walk in Orlando, <laughs> and yet it's going to somehow become a hospital. Yes. Right. <laughs> Pretty Which, funny. Ironically, urgent care's doctors offices are another thing filling malls and unused massive spaces oh, yeah. across the country. <laughs> Great. So, it's a beautiful world. Kind of timely. Yeah. It's um, yeah, that's Oh man! So yeah, will they just use the existing facility, or it's just they're using use the land? It doesn't specify. I think I think there's some, but I don't know the the layout of the campus exactly. But I think a big building, which I'd have to imagine is like the Coliseum type thing, right. will become a, a bunch of emergency rooms, basically. But they, right. but I read articles saying specifically that they are going to deconstruct the recreation of Jerusalem. Mm. So Jerusalem is being torn down as we speak. Oh, I guess man. not deemed medically necessary uh for this new medical campus there should really be, weird there should be themed hospitals though right that would be fun at least to have some like theming some children's hospitals have pretty elaborate well Disney's that's true design some stuff there's yeah, a that's true i think at the anaheim children's hospital there's a, a turtle talk with crush oh is really? that right yeah Whoa. oh that's I crazy so. that's nice wow yeah that's really neat um so yeah so i mean they should keep some of the stuff around for this hospital is what i'm saying but yeah, who knows? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like they you're, the vibe you're giving me, I think, is no. I feel like no, but yeah, why not? Why not take a little trip into the... Pe- it would make you appreciate the medical care that you're going inside to get if you could walk through mm-hmm. uh, an area that showed you what it was like before there were uh, MRIs and right? these sure. machines that we have. Where the only way to be cured was to like uh be crucified die and uh, be risen from the dead <laughs> sure several days later old yeah. school medicine they call <laughs> that, it. Uh, that cure does not work for uh, almost anyone uh, yeah children's hospital of orange county yes has its own turtle talk with crush that's really neat oh and weird just in the interest of because we always want rides and attractions to be freestanding yeah, all over in, the place yeah. that one's pretty cool and i bet very helpful for spirits mm, yes. of, uh, yep. cause of stuff wow um, other things, uh, Ark Encounter is still going, and a couple new innovations at the Ark Encounter. We talked about that last year. Um, they are now charging locals for parking, so that's good <laughs> <laughs> innovation. Uh, and they are working; they are gathering the funds. They are asking, of course. Uh, regular people for the funds even though they make millions a year it is regular people who need to fund their new endeavor which is a Tower of Babel attraction 
they've been talking about the Tower of Babel for so long. They've been trying to get that off the ground. That is like the um, uh, at Seuss Landing at Islands of Adventure. That thing that the Circus McGurk the or the the oh, yeah. trolley in the sky, like where it's just like it was going around with no one in it for years, and everyone's like, "When is that going to open?" Yes, the only difference being that no one is asking that. About except, the Tower of yes. Babel, <laughs> yes. except me, except for except for you and Ken Ham himself. Yeah, when's the tower gonna be done? If you did, if you didn't hear that last year, I think the the least charismatic man in themed mm-hmm. entertainment we've ever come across, and one of the most <clears throat> unpleasant places we've ever come across. And this will, if you are if you weren't excited, Jason, already for the Tower of Babel, just just know that this literal quote about what they're gonna do that it's so important to build it because this is their way to tackle the racism issue. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure that's gonna be. The I... Oh my Jeez. god! What does that mean? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know what it looks like. I yes, I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't want to know their definition. Their definition of tackling. Yeah. Um. I was thinking about this too, and I don't want to get too. I mean, I, everybody I know is waiting to hear about heritage, so they don't want us to <laughs> delay any, any further. More but time than we need to. Just thinking of uh, uh, the Bible and everything, and 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 Christianity is IP. Thinking of it as, as you know, like the Marvel Universe or something. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Characters. We, we grew are, up with them. Yeah. We, our religion is Epcot and some people's religion is Christianity. <laughs> uh, so, but it's like no one has done, I feel like, the big like e-ticket level Christian rides. Like the, there's yeah. still like the problem, I think, what you're saying and no, none of this stuff is flourishing uh, a lot of it's closing or closed. You know, nobody has gotten ambitious and actually put the fun in to the Christianity because they they want it. To, I think they want it to be lessons learned fund, and fundamentalist. fundamentalist. <laughs> exactly the arc, the arc. There's like rooms on the arc encounter which we talked about last year, where it's like come in here for the cute animals that were on the arc. No, they weren't cute. They were real animals. There was no fun. There's no Disney animals in here. And you're like, well, hold on a second. If yeah. you're a kid. You're out. Your your brain is out, you know? Yes. Yeah. Which, oddly, I think today's topic, Heritage, was less aggro right. on that front. I think they were more okay with the idea that any children could have any modicum of fun. Right. Had, they were more sure. on the money, and the other ones have gotten it uh, worse and worse as, as time has gone on. Let me say this really quick, though, because I have one more thing, because I was like, are there any oh, yeah. left? Is there anything we can talk about next year? And I don't know if this would be the the fuel for a full episode, but I was very interested to learn about it. Um, in the town of Carthage, Missouri, mm. I don't think we've ever talked about anything in oh, Missouri. already that name is <laughs> giving you a little nod of what direction this is going in. Well, though, you know what? Of all the... I, I find this to be uh, the, one of the least hateful things in this realm and one of the cuter things in this realm. And it is a place that opened in 1989 and it is called the Precious Moments Chapel. Whoa, interesting. Do you guys know offhand, it's one of those you got to think about for a second, but do you have any picture in your mind when I say Precious Moments? Uh, I Yeah, I absolutely do. <laughs> the, little the figurines. Statues. Yes, little the figurines. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The that, little... Like yeah. doe-eyed o- children. Is this, who- a, is this an official branded Precious Moments? That is correct. Wow. Yes. Precious wow. Moments, little figurine, which wow. I feel like are those at Hallmark. I've never even thought of it as a religious brand inherently. I don't know much about it. It's just, you know, you see them on grandma's shelf yeah, or whatever or on a Christmas yep. tree sometimes. Um, but look at this. 
Uh, here's a photo. Wow. It's a little far away from you guys, but like this is this pastel colored, yeah, very eighty nine. There's like a, uh, it's just it's very bright and indoor sky and a big, uh, huge, precious moments little girl kissing a goose on the lips. Wow, it's really weird. It opened in eighty nine, which I think is the same year, around the same year as Sanrio Puro Land, and the whole place has a Sanrio Puro Land vibe in that it's wow. indoor. It's very, it's like a, a similar level of it's devoted to cute characters but it's like if hello kitty and Karopi and everybody were wow. uh, were praying and on stained glass recreating jesus stories oh my and Noah's stories it's really weird this is yeah. awesome yeah we've and we've never been sent this because i would remember no yes. not even one comment as far as i would know yeah because it would have registered we, with us yeah for we sure. i would have a number of mentions of the cabbage patch hatchery the cabbage patch oh, yes. dolls. Oh, I really want to do? Baby so Land stuff, General. Yeah. Yeah, and that uh, we've been Yankee Candle Village, I know a little about. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this kind of, yes, folksy, weird things like this we know about. But this is, I've never come across this. The Precious Moments Chapel, not inherently a religious brand, no. Precious Moments, but the guy was very religious and like uh, lived very plain and then made so much money off of Precious Moments mm-hmm. that he, he just bought a big plot of land and was like, this will be my legacy is a place where people can come pray but also there's cute stuff to take pictures of it's not like it doesn't seem inherently evil to me i don't know although that might be counteracted by this photo where there's two real children walking with two giant precious moments children and one of them is a child clown and i'm no fan of that as you could imagine um that's scary to me wow. so get the child clowns out of that's that's like that's worse than satan to me as a child clown is this still in operation it is yeah because i know yankee wow. Candle village is and i think the cabbage patch one is oh yeah I as think well that's still, so I think that's a perennial um They've no got- i think it's pretty i think it's pretty popular it's the wow. first one of these i've ever been tempted to go to i don't know when i'm going to be in missouri exactly but um I don't know. I, I I like that it's it's such a specific. It feels like akin to maybe you guys would have, have other things in your head of like brands that are like this, but like Love Is. I was going right, to say yeah. Love yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if there was a Love Is temple somewhere, yeah. a weird that just that there's anything devoted to the, you don't even think of them as characters or a specific world. Yeah. It's not exactly peanuts. It's it's really no, strange. But I haven't. I haven't dug into Precious Moments. Like, I just did a quick search of Precious Moments. You can still buy Precious Moments. Oh, yeah. And there are a lot of IP Precious. There's Batman. There's New Julie Newmar, Catwoman, <laughs> Precious Moment, kissing uh, Adam West. They're both, like, Whoa. kids. It's it, which is it's not that far off from Funko Pops. No, it, they're actually very similar with their big eyes and their bigger heads, and but they are short otherwise. It's very Funko, but so of course these things should be yeah. thriving. Precious moments, Disney Dreamer Boy, <laughs> which is a <laughs> little that, kid. Here's the, the second thing I don't care much for. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's just a mirror. Uh, am I looking at a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I'm showing Jason. I'm showing Jason a picture of a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason, this is a ceramic figurine of a child with mouse ears and a little Mickey plush. What's no. that podcast you listen to? But oh, it's fun. It's these three guys. It's these three Disney dreamer boys. <laughs> 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 um, but isn't that weird that there's a place that you can go in Missouri 
like just in like in pure Bible Belt where you can see these characters yeah. portraying Moses or whatever, but then you can also see them as Catwoman and Batman. It's it's so strange that it it can be very few brands can be all of this at once. Yeah, I mean we look. This is you've you've teed up a really good episode for yeah, next year. Maybe we do got them. Yeah. I mean, there are go. some really creepy precious moments ones i'm looking up here and just to dig into the history of the figurines uh, themselves would be probably interesting yeah. uh-huh. they remi- my mom has a few like there's this guy jim shore and he has like crafts like that like ceramics like this mm. and they i think he started very folksy but then started getting some licenses so like there is mickey and minnie and donald and goofy and okay. like you'll see these a lot of like you know, a souvenir shop, like like a nice mm. souvenir. What does shop. Jim Sure look like? What is his? It's kind trademark? of like um, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's ceramic, but it's sort of like almost looks like patchwork. Huh. huh. Um. Okay. I found a child clown porcelain <laughs> figurine, oh, Scott. <laughs> this is the biggest thing fighting me of wanting to do a full precious moments. Child the clown. High preponderance of clowns. But there's one other, and I, I, I hate to take this off the table for if we do a full precious moments episode. But I watched a really weird, like, uh, almost an hour long, a, a VHS video tour of the precious moments chapel. It <laughs> takes you through every wall and every painting on every wall and tells you what every means which is very unsettling because they're showing you lots of precious moments children who are all based on actual children who passed away oh no so that's very unpleasant but in the middle of all of that it, it's a it's a run of here's the here's a bunch of actual kids being portrayed and then in the middle of them in a field in a in a fictional heaven um is uh, is this scott the little mischievous bear has just slid down a rainbow and is mixing the colors in God's paint pot. Um, yeah, here's a little like uh, a, a big-eyed bear, Scott mixing God's paint pot. God's that, paint pot. That's why your hands are stained with so many different colors of God's kingdom. I can't keep my hands off out of God's paint pot. I mean, I don't. You know, I don't hate this as far as fictional Scots go. This this ain't bad. No, he's if you good. You have to associate me with one. You know, get Scott Evil, Doctor Evil's son, out of your head. Yeah, and, and <laughs> think of the best Scott, God's little deputy bear, Scott, and his and God's paint pot. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I think people. If look, I don't. We haven't called for fan art in a while, but <laughs> if you want to oh, draw I, Scott as a bear. With his paws and God's paint pot. I wouldn't be upset is all I'm saying. This is neither would I. This is finally <laughs> something that I'm okay with. Just no no baby clowns. Scott is not That's pan, but you know, Scott is bear. Yeah. <laughs> Scott is bear at gmail.com. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's now I like that one. Uh, on the second gate this week that we did with Jane about the Margaritaville Resort in Times Square, you mentioned phrases that get stuck in your uh, heads. Oh, sure. Uh, from the show. And I think God's paint pot is now... <laughs> Permanently thumbtacked God, in my God's paint pot. Scott's God's paint Scott pot. Scott is God's paint pot. <laughs> hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live 
It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Yeah, it's it kind of instantly iconic. Well, yeah, thanks to that video tour. And th- I, I'm just so delighted that there's a religious-oriented thing that I don't uh, despise. Now let's go to one that will determine the amount that we despise it. Uh, mm. My guess is uh, is pretty high, or at least the people uh, behind it, and that yeah. is Jim Baker's Heritage USA. Yeah, uh, I, well, I'll say something positive. First, um, we were watching the Oscars, and uh, Jessica Chastain won... Yes. And she was talking about how much, uh, you know, she, she she won for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. And she played Tammy Faye Baker. And she talked about how much Tammy Faye Baker cared about people. And I leaned over to you and I was like, weren't these people con men? And I didn't know a lot. All I really knew of Jim and Tammy Faye when I was a kid was the crying SNL <laughs> Yes. Sketches. Yeah. That um, a very memorable church chat yeah. with Phil Hartman as Jim Baker and Jan Hooks as Tammy Faye Baker, and the, with the insane makeup, which you yes. assume I, I saw an interview with Jessica Chastain saying the same thing. She saw that sketch and thought these people cannot be real. This must be greatly exaggerated because it's a sketch show, yeah. and kind of not at all. They right, sort of right. are. These were like pure sketch characters in real life yeah and i i i did watch the movie i like the movie i i mean it's a biopic if you like bio if you can I, i'm not high on biopics in general but i thought it was pretty solid and i thought she was good in it and uh tammy faye baker did do i mean she showed a lot of compassion to like eight patients back when like no one was doing that so to have a televangelist do that it it, yeah. it did seem like she did do some good things Jim Baker is a, um, I'm going to steal a wrestling phrase, he's a scumbag, carny piece of shit. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, big time. I guess still you, around, by the still, way. Still around still and off the deep end. Extremely, yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, these people had their peak in the, in the 70s and 80s. The, the context that I caught is that they... I heard what they did is being described as a religious tonight show. Like that was the format of their show. Praise the Lord. Um, and they, as opposed to uh, televangelism is just a preacher talking and yelling at you on TV yeah. for an hour. Theirs was a little show with songs and a couch and mm-hmm. guests like Huckabee or something <laughs> like your favorite <laughs> show. Huckabee started the proudest tradition. Yeah. Yeah. The finest entertainment, the finest comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it would like, it was just, they, they worked on television so well and got explosively popular and sort of peaked then. And it all fell apart amidst scandal. Uh, but Jim Baker has held on. He like a big exile. I mean, uh, literal exile imprisoned for four years yeah. due to activities that we'll discuss in this episode mm-hmm. uh, related to the theme park. Um, but he, See, I guess he, I don't know, he laid low, but he clawed his way out and kept going. And now, because I was so shocked to learn a couple years ago that he was still going. And I'm sure it it was the same for you that it came out of these bizarre buckets. The The food buckets. food buckets, yeah. (laughs) Boy. Because, so to, to, real quick, Jim Baker, 
when he was in prison, disowned the prosperity gospel that he used to preach, which is tithe to the church, give us your money, and God will repay you in kind. Right. God wants you God to be rich. God wants you to be rich. Oh, like, I am very right. rich. Which is what the Ark Encounter, or not, uh, excuse me, the uh, Holy Land was preaching yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right. Oh, and that was sort of their bent also. And it was what, like, the, the idea that Tammy Faye would be so glam and have all this makeup was revolutionary because there yeah. was a, there was a, would have been a time in Christianity where, like, putting on a little bit of eyeliner would have been way too was, much. That's was, gaudy. God dates that. Yeah. And so he disowned that in prison and then he switched to a different line of preaching. The end is nigh, the apocalypse. (laughs) And that is why he's selling survival buckets. And during the start of COVID, a collodial, I believe you say a collodial silver solution that he claimed would cure most diseases, including COVID-19. If you Google collodial silver, this is a longtime snake oil kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And if you take too much of it, it will turn your skin blue. (laughs) <laughs> is, are there so, people are there there are blue, blue, pe- yeah, people, out blue there? people out there yeah wow wow <laughs> yeah. uh is this didn't alex jones sell this too i a lot of people have sold didn't it. gwyneth paltrow sell this too I, <laughs> <laughs> she'll rebrand it but so yes, he got it. he got in trouble in states his his new apocalypse ministry uh, I think it couldn't take credit cards for a while. Like, oh I, yeah, he got cut off from yeah, his he got credit cut card. Off, and every time something would happen, a shooting or a catastrophe, a, a train derailment, he'd blame it on sinners, Barack Obama. He would say he yeah. predicted it. He <laughs> right. said he predicted nine eleven in nineteen ninety. He saw it in nineteen ninety nine. Like he's <laughs> he was off the rail. Like he's so batshit. He yeah. the things. The, the downfall of PTL and Heritage USA, which happened, it all kind of played out in 1987. He recently was on his show attributing everything that happened to cancel culture. Okay, here we <laughs> in go. In 87, cancel culture. Here we go. <laughs> he reverse predicted cancel culture. Um, yeah, boy, he's, he's horrible. Those... Yeah, I I tried to get a little re-educated about the the buckets. So he <laughs> doesn't sell because he it would be illegal for him mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. actually sell these. But but what you do is you give him a gift. You give him a love gift, and then if that love gift happens to correspond with whatever amount of money he's designated these right, buckets right, right. are, then you get a, a bucket, and that could be a bucket that costs one hundred fifty dollars, and that's just some supply, a little bit of supply of like vegetable soup or like. <laughs> What looks like nacho cheese goo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're so insane. If you've never watched these or the amazing Vic Burger remixes of them, uh, just some of the most bizarre yeah. pieces yeah. of footage you've ever seen. Love As he gifts. digs, through, he opens up these buckets and digs through them with a shovel. It's a little. That's how big mm-hmm. they are. That you don't use a spoon. It's a big old it's shovel. It's a shovel. <laughs> it's a paint bucket filled with like MREs with like dehydrated, like a big PVC material bucket. It's not even like a small paint bucket. It's no. a big white. Kind the of, Lowe's blue bucket, the yeah. Home Depot orange bucket. <laughs> it is a big bucket. <laughs> it is a big bucket. Uh, also, uh, God's Paint Pot and I would like to add Love Gift to the new podcast, The Right Phrase. <laughs> love Gift? I, I you don't this. like Love Gift? No, I, 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 yeah, it's upsetting. It's for sure. So it's a phrase. Yeah, it, it works. But it is not dissimilar in practice to like an NPR pledge. I think it's also not dissimilar to like 
code wor- words that like uh, sex workers have used of like Re- oh. you give fifty kisses. Like this is a gift I'm giving you. Like I'm not paying you for your service. Right. I'm giving a How gift. expensive is this love yeah. gift? It's a love. So gift. you are giving, uh, yeah, Jim Baker a loved gift for a bucket of powder, a big bucket of goo <laughs> yeah. that then you have to fill up with water. And there's been a couple articles, a couple places, I think NPR and Vice, and I'm sure a myriad of other places have tried. Like, let's make the the buckets. Let's let's see what the buckets are like. And I think they instruct you kind of poorly on the amount of water. To- to put in there and if you were if it was the apocalypse then water might be an issue anyway yeah. yes. so does the if, if adding water is correct is required and then they don't tell you the right amount it's i mean everybody said this is the worst food i've ever considered <laughs> the worst thing that's ever been in my body yeah i mean i i with the boy scouts we would go backpacking sometimes you'd have a little envelope of like usually beef stroganoff i mean most it's like t- chicken tetrazzini <laughs> or beef stroganoff it's a little vacuum sealed envelope and you pour like one cup of boiling water in it and it's not it's pretty good because you're in the middle of the woods and there's nothing else to do and it's full of salt yeah 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 that said if you the listener feels like sending an envelope full of beef stroganoff to jason <laughs> which i'm sure he would consider a love gift <laughs> an envelope a, a, a regular letter sized envelope full of beef stroganoff as a love gift i also yeah. liked the breakdown that you know, there's all right. There's the hundred fifty dollar, and that's a good amount of food. But it's it doesn't match the peace of mind final countdown offer with thirty one thousand servings of food for forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the final countdown. Um, he's oh. also every time he does a prediction or something, he's wrong. He's like the twenty twelve, <laughs> like the Mayan prophecy. Uh, I. He, it's like no that didn't happen yeah and if he's able to predict these things then why didn't he predict that like his little his new heritage usa his new little scam town which is in missouri which is very two hours away from the precious moments chapel yeah uh they uh, like a little bit of COVID happened and then just everybody's fired everybody's out the do- like this community collapsed as soon as COVID hit so mate why weren't you uh, a little more yeah, <laughs> on the ball with that, dude. On the yeah. ball, yeah. Um, I don't know. So Jim Baker, uh, questionable, but he did. Now look, it fell apart quickly, but there was a ten-year, mm. an almost ten-year. No, I guess this is open for eleven years to some extent. Built up very slowly, but he undeniably at a point in time, this property was very successful he did sort of set out to be a christian walt disney and for a time for a a very brief time very brief time yes a number of uh news sites refer said during a short window of time it was the third most popular park after disney world and disneyland insane Insane. how can that be and again again what you said at the beginning that you is it really a theme park is that even a fair to put these next to each other but i guess the Fact is, tons of more people went. That I believe uh, Knott's Berry Farm was bringing up the rear, and they're number four in that list. Knott's, the, we love Knott's Berry Farm. How charming! I'm sure in '86, yeah, Kingdom of the Dinosaurs was uh, mm. on there. They say sure. Berry Tales and all these. Things. They had they had great stuff going on then. They were getting beaten by by what? By the fudge shop? <laughs> by a, yeah. By it was water probably good only fudge. For a year. Jason would convert to a very strict sect of Christianity if the fudge was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I was a little dismayed. I mean, 
I had at this place. They're like, try the pizza at Granny's Kitchen, and I'm like, that pizza, no way. <laughs> No way that pizza is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably not. Probably the, cranked out. Uh, granny's probably as white bread of a granny as you could yeah, be. Yeah, not using the seasoning. Her secret ingredient is salt. Uh, that is the one seasoning she has access to. Maybe black pepper. But, you know, Scott, because you mentioned Knott's Berry Farm, uh, in the eyes of Tammy Faye, there is a Knott's Berry Farm reference. Whoa. When Jim Baker is trying to convince uh, the builder... Like, uh, maybe you can just loan us some of, you know, start the work on credit or loan us some money. Like, you know, that sort of thing. The builder goes, he talks about, like, uh, Knott's Berry. He used to love Knott's Berry Farm. But then, quote, every year the jellies got less fresh. And I'm convinced (laughs) it's because they hired the wrong kinds of people to make the preserves. And that is, I, I, whether it's a line concocted for the movie or just the general vibe of the time, it's like, that is such a perfect weird sentence because it's like that is probably hateful in like six different ways but it's unclear how <laughs> like it, you, it's a riddle it's a riddle that like this guy was mad at the christian builder who started to work on heritage usa <laughs> which now i i'm not sure who that is who's being portrayed yeah in the movie but uh, the guy who physically built this camper all the big things on the campus was roe messner who later, after it all unfolded, married Tammy Faye, and she hmm. d- she passed away as Tammy Faye Messner. Messner? Okay. Yeah, so the guy who, because he was a megachurch builder, like a ton of the megachurches across this country were this guy, yeah. and then he, this was kind of his biggest project ever, and then he also was the guy who put up the hush funds to keep Jessica Hahn quiet oh god scandal part one not the one he went to jail for but the thing that made everybody like well let's look at those books shall we and then the rest of it unfolds I guess that's sort of what of the trilogy of the Christian amusements one thing that sets this apart from the previous two is those previous two were just doing a lot of like yeah tax breaks uh, telethons kind of things Heritage USA was a massive (laughs) financial fraud (laughs) Like yes. a massive scam. Well, but well, was all of it though, or just? I mean, I guess it in its like tax exempt status, sure. But then, really, it was that tower. The tower was the, the like a big well, literal that he did go to jail for. I think the way he was allocating ministry funds to get this built was a scam. Yeah. They also uh, had a deal where it's like pay us a thousands of dollars, uh, one thousand dollars. And then forever, you'll be able to make a four-night annual trip to Heritage USA. Mm-hmm. And much like Bugsy Siegel sold too many shares in the Flamingo Casino <laughs> that it didn't add up to 100%, uh, it, he, they sold too many. They sold too many of those $1,000. Incredible amount. Yeah. Too many. Wow, yeah, yeah. so he thinks he's... Christian Disney, but he's Christian Bugsy. Yes. <laughs> he is Christian Bugsy. <laughs> That's the third iconic new phrase. Christian yeah. Bugsy. Bo- podcast yeah, ride. Yeah, Christian Bugsy. And, and <laughs> kind Praise of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of uh, in this in a similar way, like the other gangsters look down on Bugsy, the other mega church, <laughs> like the holy roller, like 
insane preachers look down on Baker for sure. Yeah, he's kind of kind of became enemies with with all of them. They were yeah. uh, um, well, that was yeah. Here's a here's a quote for I think this is from Jimmy Swagger. Yeah, it is uh, uh, the idea that this was happening that we are going to have a, a a church campus but that also has themed entertainment and uh, water park and all this stuff jimmy swaggart said i don't think the church ought to be involved in making hamburgers or building water slides or mm. having pony rides man needs salvation he doesn't need a ride down the water slide <laughs> <laughs> oh well i disagree with that yeah, um, first yeah, of all jimmy um, but yes i yeah I, I get that they were like well this is too much you know what this guy's going too far. <laughs> I guess yeah. so. But then, but his whole, the thought here, and to what you were saying, Mike, earlier, this is what I'm saying, that he did, and, and he spoke about this, how, uh, you know, ki- children don't want to come and sit around, like, revival meetings. They're yeah. going to be bored. So maybe the best way to get kids into this stuff is to have them come to just a regular family fun place where their parents are doing religious things but they can go run around the water park or take the the shitty train or whatever it is see one ride the single really unremarkable looking train ride yeah um and that maybe that will you know they'll they'll have fun but you know while they're here they'll learn some stuff he was more right in a way than you know Ken Ham, obviously, who built the least fun-sounding thing right. I've ever heard of. Well, because yeah. I mean, people have tried to like when a kid's got Spider-Man, it's going to be hard to compete with that. <laughs> so I don't know actually who created Bible-Man, but that was the obviously that was the idea there. You know what? Mm-hmm. Well, the kids like Spider-Man. Let's make our own great superhero. And it, it's Bible it Willie Ames, wasn't it? Uh, Did Willie Ames create Bible-Man? He's oh, on I'm the not, show. No, I'm not sure about that. He is Bible-Man. I think he might have. I think this might oh, be. Oh wow! I didn't know that actually. Again, this is this has been. Oh, that's the maybe that's next year. Maybe that's just is uh, Bible-Man. Well, we've been teasing we've been that forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, we, yeah, we'll, we'll learn by then if Willie Ames... When are they going to... Oh, I have to wait a whole year to find out if Billy Ames was the creator of Bible Man we could or also just the just star do it. of Bible Man. We could just do it this month also. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anytime, please. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how high the demand is. Yeah, we'll do it for the Pentecost holiday. <laughs> it has to coincide with the holiday. <laughs> um, um, well, so basics about that. Let's talk about what you could do if you came here as we said shitty train mm-hmm. um what do we and before the water because the water park showed up uh, way later so for that first eight or so years did anything strike anyone's uh fancy about like oh this sounds good uh I, well yeah i i found thankfully i found like a key i found a keystone for this uh, mm. uh because I I was like, what was here? Like, this isn't super well documented, the actual no. activities. Um, and on eBay, there is a brochure for sale. Like oh, the, interesting. Uh, and so you can get the, like, basic elevator pitch of this place. And um, the things that stuck out to me, there was a sentence that said, the healthy activity of walking is highly encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> they had walking. Added walking. That's an attraction. All right. E ticket walking ride. <laughs> the other, uh, the other thing was, you know, it's fully immersive experience. They picked up the childhood home of Billy Graham, 
and <laughs> restored it <laughs> on this property. So it's like Mickey's house. It's like Mickey's house, <laughs> yeah, thing. but for uh, Billy Graham, who I believe <laughs> has come up on this show before, famously uh, told Nixon, bomb the dikes in North Korea, flood, <laughs> flood the country, which oh. the estimated... Would have killed one million people. That's like his I use the den. Yeah. <laughs> when I need to make a telephone call, yeah. I call Nixon and say, bomb the dikes. The Paris peace talks fall apart. <laughs> bomb the dikes, Kissinger. Same, yeah, same exact thing. Kids were just as yeah. delighted to go walk through his house. Gee, that one survived, too. That got moved elsewhere. This childhood home getting tossed across the country yeah and and billy graham i think what uh, later on at least because i had family members who would like watch billy graham or have pamphlets around and stuff i think he did soften or at least didn't lead with the everyone's a center like jerry okay. falwell like when right, i was right. in high school i hated jerry Falwell. like just anytime there was a cool movie or there was a cool thing that all the news would talk about would be jerry falwell complaining about like i'm like who is this asshole yeah like, he really did well yeah he really Torum, spiked when like, we were younger because yeah. of the old, because of the teletubbies scandal right oh he the was teletubbies, mad at, he was but... mad at tinky winky he, tinky winky is gay because he is purple the gayest color right uh, i guess uh, yeah um, and but he it, has a triangle the gayest shape. Mm-hmm. These, the, what he was building this case on. Yeah, was that all it was? Faulty. I'm trying to remember. Was that Triangle. all it was? And he carried a, a purse. Oh, that's he had a, what yeah, it he was? Had a bag. He had a purse. The main thing, yeah. I guess. He had a bag. You can call it a bag. I don't know. I don't know. I, problem with that? Yeah, I don't know. Falwell, you can draw a straight line from Jerry Falwell to like the freaks nowadays, just calling any entertainment, any public school teacher a pedophile, like it's just like you're out of your fucking minds you yeah, don't live yeah. in a shared reality the rest of us live in you're scumbags he's horrible you can also draw a straight line from jerry falwell to jerry falwell jr well now there at, we go uh who's around I, I, wait is was he in a scandal he's not at liberty university no he's not at liberty university anymore due to the uh three-way affair slash business endeavor they had him and his wife with a pool boy from the Fontainebleau <laughs> Hotel in Miami. That's what they it went is. into. They like they went into like they gave him a hostel. They like all went in on a hostel together, and then they claimed he was trying to blackmail them, and he claimed it was a consensual relate. It's it's very fishy. Also, there was Ugh. a lot of pictures of him being like horny on a yacht in the middle of COVID. Like Jesus, yeah. Well, he, the other, the straight line I could draw then from him is to, this was a, uh, the subject of research for an episode a few, uh, a month or so ago, uh, <laughs> which is to, uh, from Jerry Falwell Jr. to Joe Piscopo, because Joe Piscopo went and did a talk, like a Q&A with Jerry Falwell Jr. at Liberty University. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> And as part of that, he said, like, uh, you know, because, you know, it's amazing what your dad did, you know, trying to build something from the ground up. You know, that's kind of what we were trying to do as the new guys on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) It's the same thing he said about Star Trek, the new generation. You know, it's kind of like being the new guys on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) He has one thing to relate anything in the world to. It's and it's forty five years ago. 
It is the era. It is literally the era of Saturday Night Live that people care about the least. The least. Well, <laughs> I mean, Eddie Murphy was on it, so sure. And R.I.P. That was great, Gilbert. But yeah, but no, not Gilbert's reign. Gilbert lasted half a season, right? I, uh, yeah, I don't think he was, uh, he was especially proud of it. But yeah, no. I, I got, are there any even like old folks that are like you know when SNL was good when. Piscopo was doing Sinatra when he was doing old blue eyes with that and he had so much reverence for him that's only, what I loved about it only if their TV if they didn't have a TV before uh, 1980 and their TV stopped working around <laughs> 1984 Piscopo was it was he at the anniversary yeah because he did he was, it's one of the right? greatest pieces they did like a here's all the musical sketches and that's where bill murray did probably the funniest thing in the show and yeah, then but earlier yeah. in that in the audience he is sinatra and he does a joke-free yeah, version of yeah, new york yeah, new yeah. york and sitting behind him is bob odenkirk who cannot repress his grimaces <laughs> He's like you just can tell he's like, oh good. I it's a wonderful oh, piece man. of footage to wow. watch. I hope he does it at the fit what is the fiftieth? That's in a couple <laughs> years at this point, right? He'll probably do the exact same thing. Oh man. <laughs> so great. <laughs> why why mess anyway. with perfection, oh, that was baby? The 50th, wasn't it? Was it the fifty? Isn't that it the fortieth? That was the fortieth. Oh, okay. uh, soonish, yeah. 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 Um hang in there, Piscopo. We need you. <laughs> The show's going to be <laughs> dying. Oh, blue eyes. <laughs> Somebody's got to resuscitate it. Well, he'll be on the campaign trail soon. <laughs> For Trump or DeSantis, it's going to be one of them. And he's going to be, be a making... good VP, you know. Uh, yeah. I know. You know, it's tough trying to rebuild the country. You know, it's like when you're trying to rebuild Saturday Night Live when you're a new guy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, they had horse-drawn carriages. But they had all the... When we started doing the research, I'm like, all right, well, this is going to be an episode all about how bad the guys are because the rides are do not give us anything to yeah. work with. It's all the things we don't talk about. Yeah, is this... There's a list I found. Is this... Am I in the right spot here? There was, like, the carousel and stuff. There was a carousel. Yeah, yeah carousel. and a Ferris wheel and... Mm. Well, the best was the blatant copyright theft. <laughs> I'm talking about, of course, Main Street Heritage USA. <laughs> they just took Main Street USA, created a pretty similar version, and stuck a different word in the middle of the name. That seems not okay. No. Just the same thing. And they made it indoors, uh, and thus um, uh, more unpleasant, I'd say. More claustrophobic. They did a lot of their tapings from around there, and you know what? It looked good on on camera. It was a yeah. great, it was a fun backdrop. I will I will say aesthetically, just liking kind of dull brown eighties atriums. I feel like I would walk around this Main Street USA and enjoy it as long yeah. as I could avoid indoctrination wherever I could. If I look at pictures of it, I'm like just this, aesthetically, this right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, and there's aesthetics at play that I like in general. In this place, unfortunately, I watched a video. I did find a little like brochure of what there is to do here. Uh, and let me just play you a, a little snippet of this. This is from 1987. They're still uh, in the height. So here's what we feel PTL really is. <laughs> Very good music. This is just they're cutting to you know oh they got hey they got camels they make camels live here that kind okay. of thing but this song I was so delighted when this came up I've talked on the show before about how I listened to my attempt at just 
trying to be around people mover monorail type music yeah, all day yeah. every day this is the song this is the key song it's called night lines it's by dave grusen uh i listen <laughs> to this all the goddamn time if there's ever anything that's stressing me out a, a live show of ours anything with a little bit of pressure i'm like you know what'll calm me down is listening to that song so i was happy to hear it because it's a perfect song if you want to imagine like this property has many amenities. Fun for the whole family. It's like meant for little montages right. like that. It's meant to lull you into a feeling of like, I'm going to accept this information and I'm going to use it. Yeah. Yes. Like, Informative, uh, but right. entertaining. Right. Uh, I love if, if you've ever been curious about this kind of music, it's on Spotify. Dave Grusin, Nightlines. That's my that's that's Scott's pick. Scott's choice. <laughs> Puff up those listenings uh, on that. It's a delightful song. Is anyway. it on Spotify or anything? It is Apple on Spotify. Okay, yeah. yeah. We'll Dave Grusin's great in general. He did the score for Tootsie. Oh. Uh, I want to say like the, the Fern. I think Ishtar. He did okay. like a lot of big okay. 80s film scores. He's a heavy hitter pleasant like sweater wearing guy uh so anyway just that's uh so if you're you're a little taste of that music uh and that's the vibe you know that like there's shopping and horseback riding and uh i don't know balloons and it's uh, and and reviews it's all softball apparently and everything in it is very pleasant and the music's pleasant but then all of a sudden i don't know when it's gonna get to it oh yeah then at, right after the pool, the sizable pool, then they cut to a very distressed woman in a dark room. Um, and then, actually, that's not the part I was looking for. There's a there's a dis- there's a very distressed woman at some point just uh, staring at a gun as if to say, "Should I use the gun?" And then it cuts to that woman being led into like a cabin. Like it's okay, be here now. Okay. It's very alarming that mm, in this pleasant, yeah. da, 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 like, but that's the kind of thing they did was they had like, they had a, a home for unwed mothers. That was a thing here, or they would right. like take in people. Yeah, there there was a point in time where they were attempting to do outreach. They were attempting to do charity mm-hmm. work before it was just like we got to make money. Um, <laughs> It seems like Baker fell into the, like, we got to get some money going, you know, like pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's, that's expensive to maintain. It's it's massive yeah. property. I read it was like, it's 10 times the size of Disneyland. <laughs> oh, okay. Huge campus. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to start making some return as fast as you can. But like the vacation amenities and the like, like even that sort of promotional package with like that music the the reason they were able to get so big so fast was they were trying to meet people where they were you know they were trying to like use the language of like secular entertainment without the values cuz there there's a 2020 uh piece online about like you know interviewing people who worked there and stuff and it's just like uh someone was like why can't we have christian disneyland and it's like what what is so off putting to you about Disneyland. Is it the hoi polloi you're around? Is it the sinners you're around? Like, I don't, isn't that already Disneyland pretty wholesome? Yeah, like, let's, t- well, especially let's, because t- because today the answer would be, they're just, they're trying Splash Mountain, they're putting their yeah. woke in my, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But in 87, what are we mad at Disneyland what are you mad about? about? What possibly, yeah. <laughs> they were, if anything, they were far too moral. It's already a Christian theme park. It's already <laughs> a Christian theme park. Bar. What are we Did Christian things sometimes a little more? Yeah. Like, yes, and where you could, you know, like, yeah, are you that upset at the? Why do they have uh, uh, Lincoln talking solemnly at me? It should be Moses 
Like, yeah. What is there? It's like a bit. It's a very wholesome, I would say. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, and in their way of describing wholesome, yes, of course. Like, it's there was no, there was nothing subversive about it. Yeah. And yeah. It, it as bad. Yeah. In '87, it's like you are in this. Is that the second Reagan administration? Like your guy won handedly <laughs> twice. The yes, evangelicals. So well. <laughs> they touch on that in the movie. They delivered the evangelical vote to Reagan. Got him elected twice. It's just like, what more do you want? You won. They want that. They don't want the the, the secular values of Main yeah. Street USA. The tawdry. I can't even think of what a fake. Uh, so we want we want uh, our fudge has to have a picture of a cross next to it. I, Disney's pagan fudge has make, doesn't make its leanings this known. This godless fudge has this no place in America. <laughs> this fudge will be damned we for make, all eternity. We make our fudge with holy water. <laughs> we ever, yeah, it's, I guess, yeah, I guess they just wanted their IP to be in the park more. They mm-hmm. just wanted more Christian IP. Yeah. Uh, to be greeting people and doing, I guess. Well, there may be the feeling of like that they don't like that they just they only want to be around uh, their kind. Oh, you know what's a, well, this doesn't count at Disneyland either because at this at that point in time you couldn't drink at Disneyland. Right, you could probably smoke, uh, oh, but here yeah. you could not smoke or drink. So I guess it's that at Disneyland there's a bunch of filthy smokers everywhere. There's smokers, this is, I guess, kind of true, mm. but uh, I guess so that that's the only difference. You can't smoke here. Yeah. Could you, I, can I ask a question? Uh, this is just a Disney question. Could you at any point smoke on, we've talked about this before, but smoke on the rides? Could you, or could you smoke in like Mr. Lincoln in 1960? That's a good question. That is a good question. I think in general, no, because they're like, oh, we, this, these things are a pain in the ass to keep up. We, but we should look. We should look that up. We should look that up. I don't think you would ever smoke on the rides because I don't think they want lit <laughs> cigarettes flying every direction. I know, but like in a yeah. show, like with Lincoln, like something stationary something or like, stationary? like Mark Twain. Right. I'm, I bet you for sure could light up a cigarette on the Mark Twain. Yeah. And I said this a couple weeks ago that if I could... If I had to smoke a cigarette, it would be on Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yes. I would do it t- today. I would drive down today and do Since it. Since some people were like in agreement, I felt like non-smokers I saw yeah. were in agreement on this point. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I wonder. I wonder what the smoking policy... We should we, yeah, look into this. That would be funny if they did like a special night. Smokers like, you know, night? They did 80s night. They did smokers <laughs> night. Like, Can't, they yeah, got w- big fans at the end of the night. Big filtration. Everyone's got like I'll, giant I'll filtration systems now. <laughs> I will pay $150 for this ticketed event and i will smoke a pack at disneyland <laughs> on every ride <laughs> it is i mean um a, a number a lot of casinos in vegas still have pretty significant smoking oh yeah sessions, yeah i know and it is kind of like smoking indoor oh this is novel nowadays How about sure that? I, or yeah, bars that have private ownership or private club membership there's yeah. there's some sort of rule about certain bars vegas mm. i'm not as excited to smoke a cigarette anymore. no no it's the, the vibes are around you completely already so. yeah but if i could light up in the tiki room i would do it yeah that's what yeah i bet there right yeah I, was it like a, I unless know. it was just we don't know what these robots are gonna do it might make them go haywire oh yeah yeah they'd like gain sentient they become <laughs> sentient uh if you 
if they had too much cigarette smoke. Uh, although that might be that might have been Tiki Room seems pretty close. I feel like if there was just a big plumes of smoke, you wouldn't be able to see the birds. <laughs> <laughs> that was maybe the concern. Yes, pure uh, so maybe that's issue. yeah, maybe that's the issue with Lincoln Staring too. Staring clouds of smoke, you just hear the click clacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's see. Okay, so you know. Carousel or strong carriages, but uh, uh, boring stuff. But the oh, there is a little bit of stuff about Main Street Heritage USA, uh, the Heavenly Fudge Shop, as as, as has been addressed uh, before. Um, they had a little slogan I saw on some leaflet: "Follow the aroma, you be the judge. Take home a stick of pure homemade fudge." Nice, <laughs> cute. Yeah, I guess. Um, Let's see. We got uh, the popcorn trolley. They had something called Fads and Fancies. Fads and Fancies, mm-hmm. which they is had Fads uh, and Fancies. There, that's like Disney-ish. Yeah, I'd say all of it is. Um, they had like a, a jewelry store, which I feel like is a Main Street perennial. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some very expensive stuff. They had, okay, so they had Tammy Faye branded things they had tammy faye makeup which of course you're after you want to look like tammy faye of course yeah uh tammy faye branded pantyhose Mm. they sold okay and then this one's really weird that you could maybe you couldn't buy this this is maybe this is just on display um that there was a handmade porcelain bride doll in honor of the baker's 25th wedding anniversary and so she is in full wow uh, bride attire Complete with lacy lingerie. That is what? a quote. So you I can didn't look see at that. a little doll of Tammy Faye in bridal lingerie. Is it this doll? <laughs> ah, you have a oh show it God. to me. Oh yeah, uh, is that a picture of it on eBay? On what is eBay, this? Click this back on a, it for uh, me. Sorry, yeah. Um, this is a vintage wire press photo of uh, the doll <laughs> of a Tammy Faye doll. Oh my God! <laughs> Yikes! Wow, you found yeah. little little that lacy looks lingerie like, Tammy. That looks like Annabelle or something. That's like a yeah. very haunted doll vibe. Yeah. So so well, they got the they got the memo that like a, that people would want like the head of the company, like a Michael Eisner doll. <laughs> they got that idea. I guess so. Because I mean, or or the founders themselves obviously wanted to get merch. Like I mean, we want merch. We want dolls of well, ourselves. That, that was kind of you know they, they started with doing the puppet shows on mm, the one. Right, oh, that's right. That was their the so beginning of their television career. Yeah, was it, it's shows. not that far a yeah. leap to like dolls from there. Right, right. You could also buy praise dolls, talking praise dolls that you squeezed and uh, you squeeze them, and they say. Uh, I am full of joy. Jesus is Lord. Praise the Lord. Pray with me, and I say my prayers. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, say Dolly. my prayers. Hey, Dolly, do you say your prayers? We well, you didn't get any audio of this, right? I just would love to know. No, no. The voice like, your yeah. text. Hey, what is it, man? It's also like, inevitably, if you give a kid young enough a doll, at some point they're going to stop like playing with it as intended, and they're just going to whack it against a wall <laughs> or like w- you know hurl it at their sibling. <laughs> so they, uh, they all of these dolls no longer have the ability to speak. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Due to horseplay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, weird detail about the uh, retail situation in this place. There's a there was a restaurant manager there who said. Here's one thing. Christians don't tip. <laughs> They'll give you $100 if you need it, but they won't leave that 15%. 
Um, wow. And they don't seem to play tennis either. The courts are often empty. So, oh, uh, wow. Well, I tip very well, mm-hmm. even if the service is terrible, and I play tennis. So no, they don't. That's what they're. You're the element they're trying to keep out of this place. Oh wow! They okay. want no, they want non tippers and non tennis I don't feel players. welcome. I do not feel welcome uh, at this place. It doesn't Thank exist God, anymore. It's, uh, it's been raised to the ground. Um, I found there's some copy in that brochure about the general store mm-hmm. on Main Street. The big header it says everybody loves shopping. Yes, even Dad will enjoy poking around in the big general store. Which carries everything from camping supplies and groceries to gifts. In fact, he might just want to stay there. <laughs> Forever? Always. I don't know. Uh, but once mom and the kids explore Main Street's cobblestone avenue lined with wonderful old-fashioned shops, they'll make sure dad sees it too. I don't... This what? The copy on the brochure is so odd and inhuman. We're like... We yeah. understand people. Dad we will know see dad desires. <laughs> dad will see camping supplies, and he will want to live. He, well, I think in a he'll store. just. You're not. You're gonna have to drag him out. Uh-huh. I think it's the vibe I'm getting. And then the second sentence is like, you have to force Dad to look at cobblestone. It, it's like it'll be pretty good. He'll he'll he'll. We'll make sure he sees this area as well. <laughs> Oh, if I could stay here forever. Oh, if I could, if I could, I'd drop you in a second, honey. If I could live with a hundred fishing poles, <laughs> I want to marry this fishing pole now. <laughs> Where's the nearest pastor? Oh, he's right over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, over uh, here, he's right now. Clerk is working. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, you're all ordained. Yeah. Everyone here who works here is ordained. I'm marrying this hey, pole. Pronounce me in these twenty-five fishing poles, man, and poles. Get a wig. <laughs> Go to the Tammy Faye store. Give me a wig. <laughs> put it on the pole. We're doing this put now. Put some Tammy Faye rouge on fishing poles. Uh-huh. I don't give a shit about these cobblestones. I want to marry this pole. Oh, no. I tried to kiss my new wife. <laughs> got a hook. <laughs> she got 25 hooks in me. Oh, no. <laughs> Women. <laughs> he turns to the uh, Cameron. Poles. Poles. <laughs> what are you going to do? Can't live with them. Can't live without them. <laughs> this is some great Christian sketch. I think we're doing here, right? pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> this would, I don't know if they had any sort of dinner theater. It looked like they had some shows from that video, but yeah, you could have yeah. just done this live and... This would, yeah, oh my gosh, it would have killed. Murders, kills. There was a lot of entertainment there because they're doing the tapings here. I mean, it really became yes. where they did the, the tapings for uh, a very long time. Mm-hmm. And, and various look. accommodations. So it's like Nickelodeon Studios. You go there yeah. to see <laughs> the show you love wow. live. Yeah. All right. I grew up like 20, 30 minutes away from the QVC studios, which are just sort of located in the middle of like Southeast PA. Mm-hmm. And there's Whoa. no theme park or is there even a gift shop? I think I think there's some sort of maybe shop. Okay. Did you ever try to go or get a tour? I didn't. It didn't dawn on me to like, oh, I could have just done an internship there. Like You could have been an on-air host. Yeah, I could have been on-air. <laughs> I know people who I think at some point try or like they did a short run. Yeah. You know. You knew upstart QVCers? Wow. Could you do it, you think? Huh? <laughs> I think I could do it. Like, just like, oh, just vamp and like. Just like, yeah, for like a couple hours, you'd have to just keep talking about, I don't know. I almost sent you a picture Lacy dolls, probably. Lacy dolls. It was like like high, high-end high watches, but it was like had Batman and the Joker on them. <laughs> <laughs> I was flipping the channels recently. I came across that uh-huh. on QVC. Well, 
Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I've thought about it. I've thought not. I'm not really thinking about seriously doing it. But I was like, could I do it for like a couple hours? I guess so. There was an attempt to start like you know streaming shopping network for millennials sure out yeah. of the old meltdown comics location in west oh, hollywood yeah. but it, it was uh who was it was it jimmy iovine's son yes yes, yes yeah. it was yeah yeah <laughs> well no he and he has a, a an app now that's sort of like that called network N-T-W-R-K, I believe. I was going to ask what letters what are vowels are yeah. going. <laughs> and there's like friends of ours host stuff on there. So okay. <laughs> people yeah. we know. I'll, I'll find out later. Yeah, I we'll talk about it later. But I, I bought this. Them. Honestly, I bought discount toys on this app. Oh, okay. And it, and it did work. So. Oh. But oh. yeah, it added, the, the dream is alive is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you love network. I love network. Uh, uh, there's also brought to you by <laughs> there's a you know there's a green day side secret side project i believe called the network or network as well where what they letters are dropped in that oh good question Any? let me let me take a look <laughs> it was a secret band though they've never admitted they are Should the network. state a secret <laughs> they have a multiple side projects uh hold on green day the network i believe it was the yeah the network nope regular spelling of the network okay mm. so when what what were they able to do in the network that it was the, the little, confines of Green Day didn't allow? I believe it was a little more like Devo sounding. Mm. I think well, you have said with that reference, you have uh, guaranteed I won't like it. Not because I because I like Devo is I, I will listen what to it this was. and go no, not Devo esque at all. Mm, we'll see. I'll, I I can't remember. This was an, I think they actually brought the network back recently, <laughs> but I think they started they started doing it like fifteen years ago. Okay. Um, but there's, yeah, there's multiple. There was a network Zoom reunion. Yeah, yeah. Deep in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> um, um, so anyway, Jason, QVC host. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know for a fact that well, I, QVC and Home Shopping Network, same ownership now. Oh. Because my oh, wow. mom was complaining about like they have different return policies, but they're the same company. <laughs> Your mom and, buys and that stuff. makes me go like, are you still buying stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you're getting a Batman watch. If you're getting for a good Christmas. deal, hey, I'll take it. I'm wearing a watch, so um uh I, other stuff they had here. Oh well here I like this in terms of attractions. <laughs> This one's exciting enough to compete with walking that um, park guests. Now you, all right, you can book as much vacation time at this place as you want. And this was not enforced, but it was strongly suggested that maybe, you know, you got a lot of vacation time. Can't you give us just a little for volunteer efforts? Can't you get on the phone bank? And if you do so, you could, you know, if everyone did that shipped in a little, it could save the ministry thousands of dollars a year, which then can be spent on other PTL ventures, such as world missions or, you know, hush money to Mm, women. Um, Mm -hmm. Insane. So, you know. What am I going to South Carolina to do? Walk and volunteer. volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> and then how and then but then I get to do rides. Well, nah, I mean if we we might have them someday. <laughs> Assuming the company doesn't fall mm-hmm. into incredible swift collapse. There has to be a family who it's just like, okay, what are where are we going for vacation this year? Okay, last year we had to sit through the two hour timeshare presentation. <laughs> what do you have to do this year? You have to 
volunteer to phone bank? Dad, come on. Yeah, there no, there were I would be wonder if there's anyone listening who had to do this. If there's an old there a little older listener. Yeah, maybe. It's I mean, pot, like, you know, there's one of those videos on YouTube that's like exploring the grounds of it and what's there now and the guy while he was poking fun at it, he also seemed to be like I really liked it. He didn't seem like uh, strongly religious and that's why I think it's possible that you you know it, it's it's like a it's a campground kind of sure yeah that, you know and I I was in a pool and I did horseback riding and you were right I, I think it's fully possible you could have liked this it was not aggressive in the way that the holy land experience was or yeah I think there's a way that you could have had this experience without feeling like stuff was shoved down your throat because and and some of it like you're saying has been Preserve the one hotel was preserved, I believe. Well, and a bunch, and it's like and the, the, the little the guest rooms, like where you would stay. All the the cottages and everything yeah. all became condo. Like people do right. live, and then there's new buildings that are that were built on the grounds of the water park. So where the water park used to be, it's all just like really boring looking housing tracks at this point. Uh, one of the attractions we haven't mentioned yet, the upper room. A recreation of the place in Jerusalem where uh, supposedly the Last Supper was held. Oh, that's what that is. That Whoa. is still in. You can still go there. Another ministry, uh, another ministry took over portions of this, and that is uh, still functioning. It's okay. not open <laughs> twenty four hours a day, seven so, days a week, like it used to be. And oh, yeah, walk- that was the idea of it: is that you would like. The, the Jim Baker's like, uh, how do we get this perfect? Oh, you can't go pray somewhere at 3 a.m. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's that. It's 24-hour prayer. And you said it was a recreation? Uh, yeah, a recreation of... But so was it like figures or was it human beings playing? Do we know? I don't think any... I think it's the place. I, yeah, it's I the think room. it's just a table. It's just so the, no, room, the room. So you would go... No yeah. mannequins, no robots, no nothing. No, that's just a genuine place to pray, but it looks like... The, I see. ...a room from the year uh, 36. Because you would say, you know, like, I'm just blue skying here. Like, you know, if you paid money to, like, be part of the Last Supper, to eat at the table... Now we're talking oh. as far as experience. Oh, to eat the last you're, supper. Yes, so you're paying a high end ticket price to eat at the Last Supper to be in that moment. In the ah. same way you're paying in the Star Wars hotel to experience, a you know, what's, club on the cruise ship. Sure. Yeah. And this is now you're part of the Star Wars canon. This is now this is hardcore part of the uh, Christianity canon here. What happened at the Last Supper? Was there like a uh, was one of the acts of betrayal? That's at the last like, my you get under, to watch that happen. That's my understanding. I guess if you pay more, you could be the betrayer. You could be I'm, look, Scott, you're the religious guy of the three of us here. <laughs> so you should really know. Is this the Judas he thing? Is this yet. the Judas thing? Is this the <laughs> That's as close as I can get is even asking said, the question. Some of you will betray me. He said okay, so you get yeah. to watch that happen. That's pretty yeah. exciting. That's kinda like a and then, it's like a little Kylo. Yeah. It's like body, body of Christ, blood of Christ, I believe. Right. But I'm just trying oh, to that think of like, oh, yeah. that too. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of stuff that would get people engaged and have more fun with any of this stuff because they never. No one is like every Christian Disneyland, and they talked a big game here. But like, just build something as good as a haunted mansion. And even if it's like, if people will go like, you know, I'm not really into the message here, but these effects. 
but this experience, this immersive yes. experience, they've missed the point of all of that. I feel like consistently is they've never, they have yet to do this. And I feel like it's the same way with most Christian entertainment and I have not, or uh, Christian rock. And maybe I'm completely wrong and I'm missing some stuff. It's, well, yeah, but it's, it's a little never off. It's a little right. not well done. Exactly. Fully. And you're going to be eating your words in a couple hours when you're at that matinee screening of Father Stew. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know. Well, come Father on. Stu. You don't know about what Father is Father Stu. Stu? I only barely heard oh, about Father Stu. I understand. You have, but you have. That's interesting. I don't think so. Tell me what it is. Oh, Father Stu is the new Mark Wahlberg movie about. Oh, wait I, a minute. It's a real guy. It's a who real we knew guy who, who appears in episodes of Wahlburgers. That's how I knew about Father Stu oh. previously. He's passed away at this point. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't see. I don't know that. I think, but I think he shows up. I think he was alive at the time. I don't quote me on that. But uh, on a. <laughs> There's a recent episode of The Best Show where Tom Sharpling just watches the trailer and describes beat by beat what is happening. Because it's like, <laughs> it's a guy who moves to Hollywood to be an actor, but then he's an ex-boxer, but then he gets in a motorcycle accident and he stole the motorcycle, and then he becomes a priest, and then he gets sick, and he's old boss who told him not to steal something was is mel gibson in the movie oh yes that's a very jarring cut to just suddenly 20 seconds in ah mel oh mel's but this there this is the start that mark Wahlberg says he's gonna start making oh, oh, religious oh, family okay. this is the turn this is the oh, turn okay so. and mel's already done that i actually haven't seen the mel movies the the well, mel's done it but Wahlberg hasn't done right right no i know i'm so, so i'm trying to like yeah okay so so maybe you're saying Wahlberg is going to be usher in a new golden age of yeah. hardcore Christian entertainment that could lead to like theme parks finally giving us the rise of the resistance Christian experience that we've wanted for so long. Well, Father Stu the Ride, I guess. Father Stu the Ride. Assuming that this movie is, and I don't know what places you go, and but if there's, well, we have a vehicle in play. If he's on a motorcycle, you could yeah, ride, you yeah. could do a VR motorcycle ride with right. Father motorcycle Stu. or a truck or I, I forget exactly We're, or if you're you're in a sidecar you're like you're sitting you're, like the Hagrid yeah yeah, the Hagrid yeah, ride. yeah you're yeah. riding shotgun with Father Stu all right we're getting See, closer. Is, we're getting closer. Huh. Uh, I, don't, what, I don't know what studio is putting this out. Is this already? Sony uh, Pictures. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is, well, what do they have their... like, And they have deals with, they don't have a big theme park presence. Current gross, like... $7 million. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> out. It's out. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Fifth um, in the box office after everything, everywhere, all at once. Were <laughs> any of the Transformers that Mark Wahlberg was in the movie with Christian? Were any of the robots... All overly Christian. Bumblebee played a lot of secular music. <laughs> yes, that's true. Okay, so that's out. He would have had to. He would have had to have converted them. I see. In order, so maybe. Okay. I'm not sure what's maybe came Christian out of robots. There's a movie <laughs> in the future with Christian robots, <laughs> where <laughs> they like preach to you instead of saying they're proud of you at the end, they give you a little like a psalm or something mm-hmm. at the very end of the ride. Yeah. That would be nice. They say, that, I, I will pray for you. I will pray for you, Michael. And they say your name. <laughs> feels kind of good, right? It feels great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, will. I feel like he's going to have some sway. He's a big, <laughs> he's a big crazy truck. God's got to <laughs> listen when he talks. Ah, uh, Michael, you've been, have, you've been putting your paws in God's paint pot again, <laughs> haven't you? You little scamp. <laughs> I will make sure you're seated at the right hand of Scott. <laughs> and, and between Scott and God's paint pot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so like, give us that level, and we'll go to these parks. I mean, we'll go to these parks regardless. But <laughs> go to the parks. <laughs> but this, yeah, if we get there, we will go. Stick around if there was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, somebody just has to do it as well. And it's what they always think they're going to do, but they they don't. Now, let me say that maybe this is a good. Uh, well, actually, maybe before I get to that, um, the, the, Jim Baker, if if he hadn't done uh, many. <laughs> horrible things and committed crimes yeah and this place had remained he did have an idea for a ride did you come across this jason no there was a pitch for a ride and it's not very fleshed out but it sounds good and the ride is a roller coaster ride through heaven and hell this is something he wanted to do okay Okay. now now that's 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 it that's what we want yeah he's right Mm mm-hmm um, I did you did it was it fleshed out at all or you just sort of had the idea like, no that's it which isn't much that so doesn't tell you yeah. anything. and I guess you'd have to worry that that would be what if that's only Six Flags level theming where the Riddler ride equals a right. green track and in this world it is um, a blue and white track uh, when you're up high and a red track when you're down low yeah now yeah exactly that's probably what he probably didn't think too much about it. I could be wrong, but how would you do it? I, 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 I'm trying to think you would want the like hell stuff to be sort of underground. And then maybe yeah. you would want the coaster to be up, like go like there's almost like scaffolding. Like I'm trying to think of like in credit coaster, you would want like sort of clouds, like plastic clouds up at the top of the track, perhaps. Or Yeah. yeah. yeah like, uh, well, it, may, it might even be enough just that the, it's indoor-outdoor. And when you're outdoor, okay. you're soaring through the sky. Like, right. it gets up That's really true. high, and you're you're feeling the euphoria of, of flight as if the flight of an angel. Uh-huh. And maybe that's it. Maybe there's angels around, See, whether fully animated or just uh, Mr. Incredible style. Um, okay. You feel like you're soaring with the angels up there. But then the indoor part is real scary and and murky and you know you're watching people all like have to rotate a okay. big uh, uh, big wooden that's implement. good uh demons are whipping them so yeah you want it like a slow lift hill up you go slowly up and then you get to the top of the lift hill and then i think you could even put yeah plastic clouds and angels and you're sort of just going around the track and then at a certain point i assume you commit some sort of sin there's a representative representation of you committing sin and going, or it just yeah. tells you like this is what you'll see if you live a pious life. But if you don't, and then maybe it's just the drop, like a severe, a straight severe drop. drop. It's like the shell exam. razor. You're not drop. getting airtime, you know, like kind of what it seems like happens in Velocicoaster. It's like you know, big yeah. transcendent. You don't get the fun. You have to be saved. From that. So I think hell happens early. Maybe the devil mm. tempts you and then you take the plunge. Like you could go this way or he's holding you could a, try my way. He's holding a package of non-religious fudge. And, yeah. the, and then your car banks to try to taste the fudge. Yeah. But it ends up plummeting to hell because you've eaten this sacrilegious fudge. Fudge made with regular water. With regular water. water. And yeah. then it's... And then it's the best representation of hell in a theme park ever, I think. You have to go crazy with your, like, a massive Genuinely devil. frightening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That devil, big uh, 
pressure on that devil. That's got to be, that's like the Everest Yeti. That's like Larry the Scary Rex. Yeah. It's and all it, of it at once. Your car should stop for like five to ten minutes while the robot puts its hands all over your face, too. Just in like the most unsettling thing. This is the first robot on a ride that touches You're you. You're getting assaulted by a devil animatronic? Yes. Because you have to know. That you that's have what's to know. You if you make poor choices. So, yeah, you'll get you, the, the, the car stops for 10 minutes and it just like robot hands all over your face like you will be here forever. And it's hot. It's unpleasant too. the fingers are pokey. They really yeah. they hurt. You're right. It has to be crazy hot. I was complaining. I was saying in that Armageddon episode, I don't like indoor fire. This would have to, you know, even I have to say like it's got to be so much hotter than armageddon than any indoor fire of ever it's got to be very unpleasant this is like you're on stage Dangerous at, yeah on stage at a molly crew concert right by the pyro yeah that's how hot it's going to be in this section of it yeah. um, and it's you, not just quick blasts it's sustained it's 10 yeah that's true yeah of flame yeah. you got to start thinking maybe you're going to lose your hair in this thing yes well maybe the end is just like it's a you know uh, quick lift hill up to like a flat ride section like a slow moving you return to uh, the loading station, you go through a little heaven scene. Okay, it's that's like, but good. This is what awaits you. And then the loading station, I don't know, it should probably be like a chapel or something. Mm-hmm. Well, it that, should, it should, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So you well, come you were, back. Well, yeah, like ch- the, the chapel is like the portal between oh, the worlds. Yeah. It's where you make your choice. You should, you know, to get out of the devil's situation, he should go person to person in the car and you should just uh, explain how you've sinned in your life to the devil. And so once you've once you've uh, revealed everything that you've ever done wrong to the devil, then he goes all right, and then and they're actually li- somebody is listening, somebody's manning that animatronic. So you have to through virtue and honesty, you're allowed to leave. But then I think you get like a launch and some fun, and then you're soaring through. Well, maybe like uh, I don't know if she'd lend it out to a religious organization, but like heaven is a place on earth. Play like it's got to mm. be the heaven mm. part has to be fun. You got to be it's yeah yeah see how much better it is than being touched by actual by by actual mm-hmm. robot fingers scraping against your face. Well, what if when you get into the end there into heaven, it's the song playing, and then there's a big uh, god robot, and he touches your face too, but the fingers are softer. Yeah, it needs to be a massive god, like like Guardi- the Guardians coaster has the celestial Eson is the antagonist. Yes, yes, I've read but in this. this the, the the savior. You right. know, we need a massive benevolent god. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, you, you, so you feel his tender touch. Yeah. And then he yells like, "Be with me!" And then you <laughs> get launched up uh-huh. into his kingdom. This is the type of thing a great ride anchoring the park would con- like this would keep something alive. I guess it didn't help with the Knights in White Satin, so that the park <laughs> went away. But supposedly that was a great ride, and at the very least, you would say, yeah. You gotta go. You gotta make time. Yeah. Have you ever been on a ride where the robots touch you? Because people would go wild for it. That's the headline. The religious aspect of it is yeah. buried deep in the article. Deep in the article, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I just think I think no one's uh, approached this correctly. So, if you're a hardcore fundamentalist Christian and you want a smart <laughs> bunch of people ideas do. for a theme park, come to us. <laughs> this is a look. We've we've begged, by the way, the other theme park companies to have us mm-hmm. blue sky things, crickets. Yeah, absolutely yeah. nothing. Years and years of begging. Let yeah. us get involved. And now here's the thing: Christians, come to us. 
Yes. We want to be involved in the theme park industry. And whatever bad ideas you have, yeah. we're willing to sell our own beliefs out if it means that we can write like dialogue for a little robot or a show. <laughs> for St. Peter going like, yeah. come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, watch out. We'll do, we're like, you know, I really, my, my beliefs are complete opposite to some of these people. But they let me write the little patter during a pre-show for a ride. So we're willing to sell ourselves out. And they yes. need us is the point. We can, yes. we can lift them up. Yes. Um, and maybe convert them to being a little more fun. Right. So, yeah. so. so, yeah, at this point, I've given up on being like consultants at Universal Creative. Yeah. We you will know? accept, yeah, the, um, whatever <laughs> next, the huckster. Oh, Which Alex they're... Jones wants to do a theme park? And he wants the podcast, the Ride Boys, to be involved? Well... Everything he says is reprehensible, but fun. It's a theme park. Now he's going to lose a lot of money soon, but yeah. So we we believe that is actually see. It seems like the most likely time for him to start a theme park. Is oh right yeah, when things oh, are yeah. worst. Yeah. When he is diving into bankruptcy. Yes, I. That's often when yeah. A lot of the '90s theme restaurants or theme parks <laughs> that never came to be, or just like weird. <laughs> like you learn about a new weird foreign dignitary who's like has oil money or zinc money and it's like <laughs> i want a spider-man ride or here silver <laughs> silver money yeah it's when, when you oddly have the most spending powers when you've like mm-hmm. you've when you're teetering on the crimes on record um let, let's talk about what brought this down because it was uh there were literal crimes involved um well first first of all i okay the water park heritage island <laughs> i enjoy that name uh uh and this now with a water park at least this you sort of can't argue get there are mm-hmm. there are slides there and, are they work, and you splash and you go down the slide and in the lead up to it you get uh great music like the i found a full episode of the ptl club where they're about to open the water park and they celebrate it by singing about how uh you know this place was uh, it was a dream of ours you might say an impossible dream and this is a rendition of that song oh, to no. dream the impossible dream oh, and no. just to say this uh right just to clear this up this is not me singing i kind of can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> it's got the warble. <laughs> Over just like waterfall foot, like <laughs> empty water park footage. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how singers like this rise to. He, this person was allowed to sing on television, and that's what the singing yeah. was like. Also, I just I, there's just no consensus. It's like, wait, you think you think everyone who lives in the Devil's Kingdom, New York City, and the people who make Broadway shows are going to hell? But you'll borrow <laughs> you'll borrow the song from Man Man of uh, La Mancha. Man of La Mancha. <laughs> also, isn't like if you're starting a big ambitious endeavor, Man of La Mancha is kind of a sort of a cursed thing to invoke i feel i what with the tr- the trouble terry gilliam's had oh yeah well and just like it's about a, a man out of his mind tilting at will like the phrase <laughs> tilting at windmills comes from like yeah it was jousting with a windmill because he thought it was a monster because he was out of his mind <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't know. Related, this is a guy building water parks for Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. thinking that the hush money he paid for a, an awful event years prior would never come back to bite him. Then it did within the year of the water park opening. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was so fat. This opened in 86. Weird fact that Heritage Island had a wave pool before Disney did. Because yes. Typhoon Lagoon's three years later, so they were first to it. Again, sort of can't argue that. Wave Pool's fun. They did have a Wave Pool. Yeah. Beat Disney to it. Um, but that opens in 86. 87, stuff starts going wrong right away. Falwell takes over, I think, anticipating the Jessica Hahn situation that, like, uh, Baker's gonna become persona non grata. Like we we have to like switch up the leadership, and I have to start uh, bilking this thing for money. Well, I think the FBI and IRS were like about to kick down the doors too for the oh yes the well, money the, fraud. Yes, well, the Baltimore Sun was looking into his finances. Yeah. Discovered they, they were paying so much hush money. Uh, for this assault, this awful thing that happened in 1980. Uh, so then Falwell takes over. Uh, they are, somehow with all this, they're getting so much money from people, but they're $68 million <laughs> in debt. Uh, so that's when Falwell did a drive for donations. And the drive, we discovered this, right? The slide, Falwell's slide. He went down the water slide in a full suit. Yes, yeah. which was built yeah. up. This was an event, <laughs> Nickelodeon style, built up for many months. Yeah. And keep sending those in because I'll end up, it's a very like, and then your principal's going like to get a, slimed. Yeah, like a dunk tanks, even like a high yeah. level version of that. Yeah. It's just a shame it wasn't an action park slide or that Schlitterbahn <laughs> slide. It's just a shame, though. If only it had launched if him only, into yeah, the air, into, into heaven, across a freeway. Heaven and then uh, hell. Launched his physical body all the way to heaven so he would end up in hell where he is now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guarantee. Yes. Can't say if there is one, he's there. Uh, yeah, so a lot of people donated for him to go on a water slide and he built this up like it was going to be the worst thing. In the, and he's so scared on the thing. I guess I, who am I? Uh, I've been scared. Who are you to make fun of him for your fear? (laughs) Vincent D'Onofrio in the in the Isaac Tammy Faye movie. Vincent D'Onofrio is pretty much just doing the Kingpin again, but it's Jerry Uh, Falwell. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's good. It's yeah, same deal. Um, so he went down a water slide. It looks pretty funny. Doing it in a full suit is funny. Um, but it's all falling apart. The hush funds uh, come out. And so, like, how could this uh, bastion of morality be doing these horrible things? And then the other scam unravels, the one you were talking about, Jason, where they have this tower, the Heritage Grand Tower, which has 500 rooms, but they sell uh, 160,000 <laughs> PTL <laughs> lifetime memberships, who are all, all guaranteed four days, three nights a year for life. Uh, for a thousand dollars, this would never like the map no. on this. Like, let alone that the place is closed within two years. Well, and when the, I like, it wasn't finished, right? Like, that there, there's stories about people like just dropping their tool. Like, the government's here, mm-hmm. shut it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut it just down. As it, yeah, everybody ran. Yeah. Uh, there's also. Oh God! No, I can't remember the podcast I listened to about this. But they they talked to somebody who grew up around there, and it just became like it's where the teens went to get high. Like you'd yeah. go like mm-hmm. hook up and smoke joints on top of the unfinished Heritage Grand Tower. <laughs> so 
It just like it just all unraveled. It's still this footage of this you can watch on YouTube. It's so creepy that you can fly drones clear through windows that broke years mm-hmm. ago that nobody's ever gonna fix. Yeah. Um to dream the impossible dream, huh? I guess so. Um <laughs> so the downfall begin so because of that, so that is him with these lifetime partnerships, he is offering something that he can't possibly make good on. So he actually I'm almost I love that he actually was punished for this type of person. I feel mm-hmm. like he's never punished Very for rarely, this kind yeah. of thing, but it's so uh, literal and clear. And he got brought down and went to jail for four years and he yeah. and Tammy Faye divorced and now he's all about buckets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's got a different scam. He, and he's remarried. She helps him sling the buckets, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. A very Tammy Faye-esque woman is his wife now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he just he cloned her <laughs> as close as he could get. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and I didn't mention that. I I couldn't find the facts on this too much, but I think a lot of this land also uh, rightfully belonged to a Native American tribe, mm. and they just kind of took it. So there's that. Oh, that's on 100% top of it. That's, likely. <laughs> yeah. That's not even the main headline yeah. about this place, stolen from Native Americans. Uh, a lot going on here. And again, this is all a ministry, so all of this is tax-exempt. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the first threat, that it's like the government might pull the tax-exempt status. I think they did. I think maybe I think, in the yeah. fall or right before Fallwell, they actually, in a rare move, they actually got busted on that, too. Yeah, they haven't pulled Scientology yet, but they got the Baker uh, establishment. And that, yeah. you know, don't no fan of Scientology, but I think we could agree we'd like to see that theme park. Well, the IP of Scientology... We've yes. seen a move, like at least oh, in the God. abstract, like we've seen like that as spaceships and stuff. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, what would appeal to me more is the is the stories of the Bible or the Old Testament, or like or story of fucking Xenu and spaceships, which I know aren't like public. Like, I mean, the movie is, I guess the movie is the closest thing because like in, in the literature, they kind of hide some of the alien element right the alien element i i don't know I this it comes later it as comes later to get accustomed yeah. to right it. yeah but there is a movie with aliens we yeah, know if, of you, course. if you're if assuming the l ron hubbard books are fair game yeah, yeah. yes mean, exactly the the the, fi- the quote-unquote fictional works which they don't think are fiction i don't know i don't know anything of that but yes alien spaceships now we're talking as far as again scientology uh, we've seen this, some of the documentaries. It seems scary, but we're willing to do whatever you want as long as we can pick out what little plush Xenus are in the gift shop. We want to imagine your your rides. Podcast the ride will sell out to anyone who has a theme has money in a theme park idea. I'm just really quickly scanning the synopsis of Battlefield Earth just to pull a name out. I think you could you could have a whole land or at least a big Rise of the Resistance level ride that's called. Battlefield Earth, Dawn of the Cyclos. Oh yeah, the Cyclos. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that's a there's a there's e ticket potential for all of this stuff. I and think, the for money, sure. the fact that Dawn of the Cyclos, the billion dollar ride, could operate without taxation. Yes, because the ride is considered a church. <laughs> Fantastic! Imagine if we could get our hands on that. Yeah, and then we, and we have that amount of money to play with. Like like the yeah. suckers at Disney have to pay. You well, know, still probably not a lot of. I was taxes, say they've got some tax exempt <laughs> stuff they're going close on. Close to church, but they haven't tied up every loophole. Yeah. Oh my God, Scientology land in Hemet. They is, got the space for it. Uh, yeah. Is this um, is this the next? Like I, I think we've seen a lot. 
from the early 2000s, the late 90s re-exam of like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Oh, this is pretty good. Has anyone pulled the take yet? <laughs> Battlefield, oh, Earth, you know, Battlefield Earth movie, Travolta, oh, pretty good. He's making some choices. I haven't um, seen it's it up yet. To, it's up to Bugman now. Only one man can bring it back <laughs> from the dead, and that's Bugman. Yeah. yeah. If he makes the call, we'll know it's true. Well, we'll blue sky. We'll blue sky. We'll look. I will get every religious book that is existing, and I will start blue skying for all the uh, different... <laughs> religions and get the ideas would, on hand yeah. Yeah, yeah i would advise you not to start making sketches from the quran oh <laughs> they okay. take representation of their uh they take it a little more seriously than the christians okay i like, hear what you're saying uh, recreations and one such. ip is off limits got it yeah. okay yeah yeah all right but except every, every, although i say that but there was a big kerfuffle because in aew recently there was someone wrapped some barbed wire around uh, Adam Cole's head and put him through a table and it did look like a crown and it was Good Friday and they were screaming oh, there's a barbed wire crown and put him through a table on Good Friday but it's like ah guys come on <laughs> you know. huh, huh. it was just because he was going head first through a table so it would hurt more come on <laughs> so sure mm-hmm. sure yeah um, w- real quick thing as we're winding down the uh, so this property sat just rusting away uh, but they, you know, it is a viable, there's some theme park infrastructure. So some people have tried to bring it back, I think a few times, even just Radisson as a regular hotel. Can we finish that thing? Didn't work out. But the biggest attempt was in the early 90s, a guy named Morris Cerullo, who is also a televangelist and a, a bigoted piece of shit and a tax <laughs> fraud. Sure. If you can imagine all of that. Uh, worked oddly with a guy named Bill Lund, who was the second husband of Sharon Disney. Wow. So Walt's post-death son-in-law was involved in an early 90s effort to bring Heritage USA back. Okay. uh, Way post-Baker's involvement. Uh, And one of the first, there was a big article just trying to like drum up support for this. And there was the question, well, what about all those people who bought the lifetime memberships and paid $1,000? Are you going to, uh, you know, make good on that? And he said, well, we'll try to reestablish relationships. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll let them know, hey, look, the past is the past. You gave to help build this. So come back and enjoy it. And then they said, Mm. so no refunds then? And he said, there's nothing we can do except just love them and try to nurture (laughs) them and let them know that they're welcome. Oh, Mm. boy. So uh, Mm. each shit lifetime membership holders, Morris Cerullo. I I don't (laughs) think we've said either the name Heritage USA was also a name for one of the attempts to bring back dog patch usa was yeah that was the david Hare crazy scam he just as they stole the name of main street usa david Hare stole the name of heritage usa kind of unreferred to for his even less built (laughs) theme park i yeah less built but i'm sure the thinking was also like well if we get people to associate it you know this thing was very popular for a short period of time oh completely you know? yeah yeah it might, you might be confused wait is it that is that coming back also because I, I told you I was looking up uh, hey what's up with Holy Land Experience and what's up with the uh, Ark Encounter now I can't believe that there were no results when I googled David Hare Jail <laughs> I was sure that guy has taken it. So I don't know. Maybe he escaped. Maybe he those puppets that he made. Maybe he like is uh, hiding in one. <laughs> He's like posing as an animatronic uh, somewhere. Maybe in the precious moments. Chapel. I think all I think about is the video down in Dog Patch, which <laughs> he has his, his fox. 
First of all, the song is good. Yeah. And the second, I just picture him driving that car himself <laughs> around America, and he's having a great time. <laughs> Trying to suss out people's interests. Yeah. In like, hey, do you need a theme park built? Yeah. Do you need a pack of original IP? Sure. <laughs> Which, as we've established, we would answer the call. David, yes, call David, your jalopy call us to <laughs> Burbank, and we'll happily climb in. And <laughs> And try to start dog pet. Well, let's then do, we'll go straight to the Church of Scientology, get an immediate billion dollar grant, drive mm-hmm. to Hemet and start building the king. And then they'll be like, we'll be like the, the kings of, of of religious theme parks. We'll be on like <laughs> we're winning Theo Awards. Like the three of us will kind of be posed like back to back. Like we're the gurus that can bring your religion into the theme park world. And it'll be a whole new income source for us. I mean, I think that it seems like it's a it's a move that you can make if you've uh, failed in other avenues. Yes. And I look, I don't want to call us failures, but I Disney will. and Universal has Yeah. Um, look, we just haven't gotten a lot of bites. No bites. So if this is what we got to do. If this is no, well, I shouldn't phrase it like that. Like we, what we need to do is transcend mm. those yeah, flawed yeah. companies, right? And uh, work for in pursuit of something greater. Exactly. Yes. Mm. So, so, so we're open for business. Yeah, um, and that's why we are officially now. Na- all right, you you survived. Praise the ride. Right. <laughs> I think there was no accident. We had that phrase at the beginning. No accident. <laughs> We are now very religious. What religion? It doesn't matter. Whichever one you bring to us. Don't ever land on. Yeah. But we are very religious. A very religious show now. It's just the the storyboards. It's it's literally just we took screen grabs from the by the world of Coke where everyone's holding hands and like it's just a big shot. Like that's isn't that Uh enough? We're what. That image, that's what we are. That's we're what that. we're pitching you to scam you. I mean, to help you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, like, I feel like uh, Michael Jackson, I think, talked about wanting to adopt a child from every nation in the world. That's what we should say, that there'll be a day, a year, where a child from each nation in the world comes, and they they, they come for free, but oh, the only caveat, they have to hold hands for yeah. three straight hours. Well, <laughs> it's it's obviously also he thought of that because he went on Small World too many times. That's definitely where he got the idea, I think. Mine will be better because it'll be real. It'll be right, real. yes. I think that's... <laughs> I'm assuming at some point he expressed the desire to make all the Disney World and Disneyland rides real. <laughs> I want to have a pirate from every... <laughs> bring pirates of all shapes We'll invite the pirates sizes. here to Neverland and we'll make, yeah. we'll make them good with the power of music. They'll become nice pirates. They'll make peace with the townsfolk. <laughs> yes. And hold hands the all brooms, day, every the brooms day. will be lowered and used solely for sweeping. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so for uh, more about uh, PTL themed ministries, right? Uh, you can follow us. Uh, we'll, we got to keep the handle because that's just that's where the followers are. So for now, the socials are at Podcast the Ride. Um, in, increasingly religious merch will be available in our <laughs> yes, store. Yes, right. Yes. Um, and for and ju- and and we want to make you a PTL partner, and that and you can start that journey by going to Podcast the Ride, the Heavenly Gate at patreoncom slash Ride. Yeah, and sending us a love gift for our <laughs> extra content. Gift. 
you yeah. give us think of now when you give us money on the patreon it's a love gift that's a love gift and that money is gonna <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna melt that down into a beautiful forest green and mix it up right into god's paint pot that's right yeah. <laughs> We need a bigger paint pot. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger We're gonna paint pot. We're going to need a bigger paint pot. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, Dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.